What's up, beautiful people? Kirby Hossman here with Hossman Marketing, and I'm trying to deliver you just a little bit more marketing joy. So here's a question for you. What do names like Apple, Harley-Davidson, Nike, Patagonia, what do they have in common? They have a brand. And besides that, they have enthusiastic brand ambassadors. They have people who not only are enthusiastic about the brand, but they're enthusiastic about telling other people about the brand. So in today's video, I want to talk to you, today's video, today's podcast, I want to talk to you about the idea of how you as an organization can start to build up your brand by creating enthusiastic brand ambassadors. Now, if you're enjoying these videos, enjoying these podcasts, please feel free to subscribe wherever you're listening. And of course, please share it with someone who, if you think that they'd get some value. So, all right. So how do you create uh, enthusiastic brand ambassadors? How do you build a real brand? Because most of us don't start out with a Super Bowl budget. Most of us don't start out with Nike money or, or uh, Apple brand. And, you know, it's taken years and years of hard work for Harley Davidson to become Harley Davidson. Um, so I think sometimes this discussion, it starts kind of intimidating, right? It's, it's, it's really hard to even begin to think about something like that. So what I wanted to do in today's uh, piece of content is just talk about four steps, four things you can do to start to build a brand by building enthusiastic brand ambassadors. So I'm going to give you four steps today. Let's dive in. So number one, do what you say you are going to do. That's right. It's that simple. Do what you say you are going to do. Now, when I talk to people about this, I think one of the things they're like, well, yeah, of course I should do what I say I'm going to do. But the problem is many, many organizations don't, right? Think about all the times you've been frustrated. Think, think about all the times that um, you had an expectation from an organization, from a brand, from a company that you were, you were dealing with, and they didn't meet the basic expectations that, you know, and it's one thing if you set those expectations for them, but the expectations that they set for themselves, that happens so often where you're like, yeah, but you said it would be here in 30 minutes. You said it would be this. And when they don't meet those basic expectations, there's no way you're ever going to be enthusiastic about the brand. So the first step is a really simple one. It's simply do what you say you're going to do. Number two, do just a little bit more. Do just a little bit more. You know, the, the concept behind a baker's dozen is not a new one, right? You add just one more, the, the, the one more donut that surprises and delights um, for your customers. And so there's a great uh, piece of concept. Uh, there's a great concept, excuse me, from Stan Phelps. Stan Phelps is, a, is an author. He's written a ton of the goldfish books. Uh, and I think this one comes from Purple Goldfish. Um, and so you should run out and grab the book. But the concept is what he calls glue, giving little unexpected extras. So, you know, once you have done the transaction, you've met their expectations. The simple concept is you give a little bit more. You give something of value to them and it can be little. That's the other piece of it, right? It doesn't have to be some giant extravagant give. It's something little. Then I love the, the idea that, that Stan says is unexpected because if, if it's a part of your offering every time, then, then your customers will become entitled to it, right? So you want to surprise them. It has to be unexpected. And then it's just a little extra. It's just that little piece that provides a little bit of extra value. So that's your glue concept. So the first concept is to do what you say you're going to do. The second concept is to do just a little bit more. The third way to build enthusiastic brand ambassadors when you're building your brand, when you're starting your company, when you're building out a product 
is to own your mistakes. It, with the best of intentions, everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to have that moment where they slip up, they don't get it right. And I think this is where a lot of brands go you know, spiraling out of control in a bad way. They find themselves, you, you, you know, you've done this where you call and you say, hey, I just didn't, this didn't meet my expectations. And then all of a sudden you find yourself arguing with a customer service rep who is telling you that it was all your fault. The best brands, the ones who turn their haters into huggers are the ones that when the, something goes wrong, no matter what it is, no matter whose fault it is, they just lean in and take care of it. Because no matter how hard we try, there are going to be mistakes. No matter how hard we work, things will go sideways. And sometimes we'll do exactly what we said we we're going to do, and it still doesn't meet the expectations. The people who or the brands, the organizations that sort of start to exceed expectations, that start to build enthusiastic brand ambassadors are the ones that lean in when there's a mistake, when there's a problem. They do not hide from it. They do not wait for it. They lean in and try and fix it. One of the things I say to our team is, look, everybody looks great when everything's going well. It, where we separate ourselves from our competition is when things go wrong, when we lean in, when we make it right, when we dazzle people during a tough time. And so the third way that you start to build enthusiastic brand ambassadors is to own your mistakes, lean in and fix them. And the final thing, the, the fourth thing that you can do to start to build enthusiastic brand ambassadors and build your brand is to master appreciation marketing. What's appreciation marketing? Appreciation marketing is when, you know, you're not just telling the story of your organization. You are showing gratitude for those who support it. There's a great statistic. I talk about it a lot that 69% of your customers who leave you will leave you because of perceived indifference, which means almost seven out of 10 of them are leaving you because they don't think you really care. Now that's a scary statistic, but it's also exciting. It's scary because people are walking out the door but it's exciting because, man, is it ever easy to fix? If you want to master appreciation marketing, there are a bunch of different ways that you could do it. Here are just a couple. Number one, thank you notes, <laughs> right? Thank you notes, old school. You know, one of, the, one of my favorite quotes in the world is the greatest distance in the world is the distance between I know and I do. Almost all of us that started out in business or, you know, we got, you know, even when we had graduation parties, whatever it was, we were told to sit down and do a handwritten note. We know we're supposed to do it, but most of us don't do it. And it's, it's very inexpensive. All it costs you is your time, but it really is one way to stand out in a crowded market, marketplace because you're doing appreciation marketing. You're, you're showing people that you actually have gratitude for the money that, that they are giving you. So start there. That's number one is do appreciation or excuse me, do uh, cards, do thank you notes. Stop by when you're not asking for money one of the things that I think that you, one of the ways you can stand out is to just show people praise, give people thanks, literally stop by their office to say, Hey, don't need anything. Just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate you. Now, if you're saying, well, my customers are spread out all over. Okay. That's cool. Um, there's this great new tool called the internet with cameras. And so you could literally record a video where you say, Hey, Bob, I really want to tell you, I appreciate working on it. Tell Karen and Sue that I, I thought they did a great job on XYZ part of the project. A record a personalized video and send it to them. It, not very many people are doing that, and it's a way that you can stand out, again, in that crowded marketplace. And the final piece for uh, mastering appreciation marketing is to create a quarterly appreciation program. Now, most organizations fall under what's called Pareto's Law, and that means that 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your customers, right? Now, 
I think it's important that you do your best to show appreciation for all of your customers. But if you fall in that where 80% of your revenue comes from 20%, you better be damn sure that the 20 or the 80, or the, I'm going to get this right. The 20% that come up with 80% of your revenue, you need to make sure that they know that they're appreciated. So one of the ways to do this is to create that quarterly appreciation program. So you set your budget, you say, okay, you know, th these guys are worth this much to me. I'm going to set this budget and I'm going to say, I'm going to spend $500 a year um, to just show this 20%, these folks that drive the most of my revenue that I appreciate them. And so all of a sudden you've got a hundred, 125 bucks each quarter to show them appreciation. Now we're big believers in using branded merch for this, not only because the perceived value of it is high, but it also leaves a lasting impression. This is where the appreciation marketing comes into play. So they're not only starting to create affinity for you and your face, but also for your brand. So by creating that quarterly appreciation program, you get in front of them four times a year when you're not asking them for money. You're just telling um, them how much you appreciate them. And oh, by the way, you've now created sort of a lasting impression and, and um, a really lasting goodwill for your brand. So those are my four steps for starting to build a brand. So how do you do it? You, <laughs> so how do you do it? You do those four things. You do what you say you're going to do. You do just a little bit more. You own your mistakes and then you master appreciation marketing and possibly create that quarterly appreciation program. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. If so, please feel free to subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this and uh, let me know if there's any topics you want me to cover. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.